Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Thanks so much for joining us on a Saturday morning here at News Talk, 830-WCCO. And with that Twins game coming up at noon, of course, game one of the 1965 World Series. You've heard Al talk about it all morning long in the news. We're going to bring you Tech Talk early today. Tech Talk, Doug Swindahart, uh, today between 11 a.m. and noon. So a lot of people spending a lot of time around their computer. If you're having problems with your computer, hardware, software, whatever, feel free to call or text the program, 651-989-9226. Doug Swindahart joining us. Uh, today on the program uh, from a remote location, but uh, we'll still take your calls and texts. If you're near a computer, spending a lot of time on your computer, if you're having problems, this is certainly the show for you. 651-989-9226. 651-989-9226. And that number is good if you call or text. Here at News Talk, E3OWCCO. And uh, Doug, certainly sad news and a very difficult time for many. But once again, a very difficult time for all of us. Uh, but a lot of folks spending time on their computer. Uh, Doug, once again, we, we should start the program, or we've started a lot of programs as of late. What is the latest with Windows 7? I, I'm sure you're getting bombarded. What should people do right now if they have Windows 7? Well, do everything that they can to stop the updates and they if they got windows 7 gwx control panel is a great place to begin but they're going to have to go a little bit deeper do a little bit of research on what services are necessary and there's a website that's called blackviper.com not the nicest name in the world b-l-a-c-k-v-i-p-e-r.com and you'll notice across the top of the tabs it says service configurations, and it gives a whole list of what Windows 7 services are. Some may be missing, depending upon your equipment. Don't worry about that. But this will give them a good track to run on as to how to get explanations for each individual service, and they can go in and just shut those off. In addition, I highly recommend a commercial antivirus malware package, Malware Bytes would be my first pick, and it's well worth the money if you're going to keep seven. Put that on there to make sure you're protected against virus. I've even gotten so aggressive to shut off Windows Media Player, 
take it out of the control panel and replace it with VLC media. And in addition to that, I actually shut off the um, uh, Windows Defender or Security Essentials, whatever's running in the background, and have no contact with Microsoft at all, including Office updates. So you want to cut that chain, and from that point forward, if you download ADW Cleaner as well, make sure it's clean, then install malware bytes. They should be good to go for a good long while. Doug Swin, I heard joining us. It is Tech Talk. Uh, the phone number, 651-989-9226. 651-989-9226. You can use that to call or text the program. And uh, we should remind you, no off the menu today. Uh, we're moving up Tech Talk because we have a Twins game coming up. Uh, game one of the 1965 World Series featuring Ray Scott and Vin Scully on the call. You've heard Al mention that in the news throughout this morning today. So we'll have a little Twins nostalgia on the radio today with the Twins and Dodgers, a replay of Game 1 of the 1965 World Series. Uh, Doug, uh, follow-up with, with Windows 7. A lot of people are thinking, well, I'm having trouble with Windows 7. Uh, I, I'm being asked to upgrade, so on and so forth. Do I need to just get a completely new computer? And as we've talked over and over again, the answer is no. You don't need to spend money on a new computer. There are options uh, if you're getting tired of fooling around with Windows 7, for example. There are options to keep older computer equipment running and running fine. Oh, absolutely. And I always suggest that that. They check to make sure that their hardware is compatible. If they've got a computer that's five, six years old, chances are it's going to be more than capable to run Windows Windows 10 as well. And there's always the option of Linux. And the Linux distributions are really, really been advancing at a high rate. And I just love the look and feel of them. And there's a, there's a bunch of Linux distributions. I actually consider... Linux Mint to be a top, top choice. And, of course, there's many others. There, a good way, place to start if you want to learn about that is distrowatch.com, D-I-S-T-R-O. I think that's supposed to be an abbreviation for distribution. Distrowatch, D-I-S-T-R-O-W-A-T-C-H.com. And I tend to go towards versions of Linux that are, well, I like them if they're developed here in the United States, first of all, and I actually prefer that they have a Debian base, D-E-B-I-A-N. And once they get exposed to Linux, that particular distribution of the Linux kernel, Debian, it's going to pop up a lot, but it's very stable, rock solid. And you might as well take the time to consider buying a solid-state drive. That way, if you pull your hard drive out, and you put in a new drive, do a fresh install, and if things go just horribly wrong, you can put your original drive back in and be right back to the state where you started. And solid-state drives prices today really justify that would be a tremendous move. There's a plethora of things to do. And last resort, buy a new computer. Even buying a new computer, you're going to want to spend some time configuring Windows 10 to get it exactly the way that you want it to run. Uh, Some of the privacy issues need to be dealt with. Update issues need to be dealt with. 
uh, it's going to be a, a ton of work. There's there's no easy way. If you decide to go with the automatic upgrade at Microsoft website, you would not have to install your software, but you run the risk of, well, if it ever crashes, your data might be gone. So make certain you've got copies of all of your important data before you begin. But I agree. I think we need to be making these this hardware run as long as possible. I don't want to add to the to the world's garbage problem. Yeah, good advice. Excellent. And I hope that helps. Quick break. We have more coming up. It is Tech Talk. A little bit earlier than normal, ahead of Game 1 of the 1965 World Series coming up at noontime today here on CCO. Here's that number if you want to call or text, 651 989 9226 651 989 9226. We'll take a quick break. We'll go to the text line and the phone lines in a moment here on News Talk E3OWCCO. It is Tech Talk a little bit earlier than normal on a Saturday. No off the menu with Derek today. Our phone number if you want to talk to Doug about uh, your computer, hardware, software, whatever. 651 989 9226 651 989 9226 is that phone number and that's good for a call or a text let's start on the phone lines let's bring in john john you're on the air with doug hello guys thanks for the welcome diversion from the normal news hey oh welcome. thank what you, you? i uh, recently canceled a uh, 56k modem dial-up internet connection i was just wondering what you thought of the minneapolis uh, usi wireless wi-fi as an alternative Oh, I think U.S. Internet does just a tremendous job. Their wireless is really configured well. Um, And I know U.S. Internet from way, way back. Uh, You will be happy. There's no question in my mind. They do a great job with service. Their speed, it's it's really good. I I have uh, worked on many, many machines remotely that are connected to... U.S. Internet, and they just cruise right along. You, I would highly recommend it. And good move getting away from that 56K modem. You're a little bit late on that, though, but welcome to the party. All right. Uh, by the way, it's 651-989-9226. 651-989-9226 is the phone number on the program. Uh, let, let's go to our text line. Have an MS Surface Pro 4. Uh, is Windows Defender still adequate protection for that unit? I believe that the that the Slate 4 is running Windows 10, so I would say yes. And in fact, I'm working on one here that uh, the party had trouble getting it started, and once I did the clear, popped right up. These computers, a lot of them, the Slates and the and the Pro Books coming from Microsoft, they have what's called an ARM, A-R-M, processor. NVIDIA Tektras and, and of that nature. It's different technology than an Intel or an AMD. It will be a nice machine if they get it all tweaked up, but I think as far as antivirus and malware, Windows Defender on that machine should do just fine. Great text, though. I love those texts. It is Tech Talk. 
Doug Swinhart joining us here on News Talk, A3LWCCO. I just bought a new laptop. How do I make sure I can restore it to its original state if I have a problem? I have to believe that every manufacturer that is producing Microsoft computers, Microsoft Windows 10 computers, it's built in. They all will have a, a factory restore that I'm aware of. I can't think of one that doesn't. So I don't think that's a concern, but it's good that they're thinking about that. That makes me believe that they will take care of their backups and be prepared if there some drastic thing happens and they want to go back to factory. Almost all of them will do that. That's a, that's a great text. I like that. I like that a lot. Thank you. Yeah, and Doug, why not bring up uh, Cubs here? It, it's generally not enough to have an external hard drive. You, you don't want one form of backup. You, you want multiple forms of backups of important files, photos, etc. We can't said enough something up in the clouds something on your computer obviously the originals and then some sort of other backup an external hard drive is fine but it shouldn't be your you shouldn't put all your eggs in that basket i couldn't agree more and the standard really has been for several decades at this point a minimum of three copy on your machine a local copy preferably full copies, not just a backup on a hard, external hard drive or DVDs or whatever, and then an off-site copy. And that's where the uh, in the cloud storage really comes in handy. And I must mention as well, Steve, that uh, our, one of our favorite backup companies, Mosey, was, um, was bought out by Carbonite. And sometimes when these companies buy one another out, they go through turmoil and it's a tough, tough adjustment, not this time. Carbonite absorbed their employees, kept all of them working, and they are doing a great job. And no price increases. People can actually get this automated today for 6 $7 a month. Tough, tough, tough to beat. And that way, you're not even thinking about that cloud storage. Set it up so every evening gets your docs, your pictures, your music, your videos, everything that's important, including your favorites or bookmarks, and you can rest easy. And I've actually restored from Carbonite and Mosey on several occasions, and they work as anticipated. Much, much undeveloped backup systems out there. I would be sure to make pick one that really knows their stuff, and this is a highly competitive business. But there's no reason you shouldn't have a bare minimum of three full working copies. And that's been a standard in the industry for at least three decades. Some people have four and five. Better to have it than not need it than to need it and not have it. Kind of like insurance. Thank you. Great text. Super text. Quick break. We'll go to Bill and Wyzetta right out of the break. If you want to call the program and talk to Doug about your computer, computer issues, feel free to call or text 651 989 9226-651-989-9226. It is Tech Talk on a Saturday morning here on News Talk, E3O-WCCO. Doug Swinahart joining us for Tech Talk a little bit earlier than normal. Noah off the menu today with Dara. And Doug, let's go to the phones without further ado. A lot of folks have been waiting on the line during that weather break. Let's bring in Bill and Wyzetta. Bill, you're on the air. 
Thanks. My question is about an Asus Chromebox that's ended its um, updates. Do I get a new one? I've never heard of it. It ended its updates. That's that's bizarre. Send me a, uh, an email, if you would, please, with the uh, model number on that. I'd like to do a little research on this. And it's, uh, I think possibly it's uh, what's come to the end of the subscription possibly could be the 100-gig uh, storage at Google. But I've, I've never heard of this. Um, send me the model number and your... Um, email that you've got set up or your Gmail account you've got set up. I don't require your password. i just like to do a little research on this for you. That sounds, something's off here. And thank you for the call. And by the way, uh, email admin, A-D-M-I-N at W-C-C-O tech W-C-C-O T-E-C-H dot com and put uh, in the subject line for me a Seuss Chromebook and that way I'll make sure and find it. And thank you for the call. We'll see if we can get to the bottom of this. And by the way, we'll have Doug's phone number and email at the end of the program today. We'll have the phone number and email at the end of the show today. So be sure to stick around for that. 651-989-9226 is our phone number. Computers in the spotlight each and every Saturday. We're on early today because we have that uh, special rebroadcast to the Twins and Dodgers and at uh, Game 1 of ni- the 1965 World Series. Let's go to Richard, Minneapolis. Richard, you're on the air with Doug. Hello. Hello. Good morning. And uh, two things. Um, you know, you might tell that one guy, uh, you have to set your restore point. That's the first thing I do before I even hook up to the Internet is set a restore point. And then the second thing, I just open a Windows, a uh, new computer out of the box of Windows 7. Now, can uh, I still get the updates from uh, Microsoft, uh, even though they uh, said they discontinued supporting it? That is really interesting. I do not know how they would handle that. I think this, if you want to continue with Windows 7 and you somehow found old, new stock, I think that's how you would say that, new, old stock, and it's got Windows 7 on it, even if you cannot get the updates, you shoot me an email, and and we'll have that at the end of the show. Um, And I will actually send you a copy of the Service Pack 1, and you'd probably be surprised. That might be all you need. But that's uh, I'd like to know where you got that. That's that's awesome. no, I don't think they will. I doubt it. I think that as soon as you hit that server, it'll push you to update to 10. And I think I would be more inclined to keep that new computer at 7 and just get Service Pack 1. And it may be coming with Service Pack 1 or possibly even Service Pack 2. So you might have one of the freshest Windows 7 computers on the planet, my friend. Not nice work. And thank you for the call. That was interesting. Now let's go to Esther in Minnetonka. You're on the air with Doug. Hello. Hi. How are you? Oh, very well. Thank you. I would like to know if I can uh, delete my browsing information on Windows 10 like I did on Windows 7. Yes, you can. And depending upon the browsers that you have, uh, nearly every browser will allow specific extensions and as you know 
I'm normally not big on adding anything to the browsers. It just creates more clutter. But this is one area, and you just have to go to the extensions. Say, for example, uh, the Chrome Store or Firefox. And I'm not exactly certain how Microsoft Windows handles this, but I'm sure they've got something. And when you're at looking at the extensions, just type in the word privacy. And now on, on Chrome and Firefox and the Brave browser, I always put in um, uh, Privacy Badger. And there's a second one that's listed always right below it in both the store. Can't recall which one it is. It has to do with how you are managing these things. And you can get this thing set up to where every time you exit the browser, it cleans it all. And that's probably what you're looking for. You can make this just automate, automatic, but great, great call. And I can almost guarantee that, that Windows Edge and Internet Explorer, if you still happen to be using that, will provide something similar, uh, maybe not so much for the cookies and things, but and this is, I normally don't even and look at those browsers. I go right to Chrome, Firefox, and Brave, and, of course, Vivaldi, which was uh, the same as Opera, and you still got Opera. But I think Vivaldi is a superior browser. And thank you so much for the call, and be well. All right, and let's go to the text line, 651-989-9226. It is Tag Talk. We're on a little bit earlier than normal. No off the menu with Dara today. We have the Twins and Dodgers, game one of the 65 World Series. Uh, that'll, that'll be a nice break from things. Hear a little vintage baseball on the radio uh, today. Uh, coming up following the game of Sports Saturday, Eric Nelson uh, will be in studio, and uh, he's he's got a lot of stuff lined up, including Jim Cott, a guy who played on that 65 World Series team. And of course, uh, Jim Cott, longtime twin, longtime major leaguer, and, of course, a longtime broadcaster, just one of the all-around great guys to ever be associated with the game. Back to Tech Talk. Uh, Doug, is there an inexpensive source for Windows 10, or is it one of those things you pay what you're going to pay? Well, Windows 10, as you know, it you should be able to download that and install it on any computer. I think that you can probably get it for free no matter what you have, even if they, it, they've talked about expiring. It's in Microsoft's best interest to get as many people on 10 as possible. They have a whole different contract set up with 10 than they ever had with 8 or 7 or XP. Uh, and you might want to spend a little time reading through that user agreement as well. But I think that you would have no problem at all finding 10 that download and upgrade and rock and roll, if that's possible. If they've never upgraded before, it will be automatic. They will accept it. Now, one thing to keep in mind, once they update, that past product key license is void, and there's no getting that back. So it's a, it's a decision you should not take lightly, in my opinion. That The uh, Windows 7 and XP, well, you can have it. We're just not going to support it. not going to bother you with any updates anymore. But at the same time, you legally can have that on that computer indefinitely. So it's, um, it's going to be interesting to see how people react to this, but they're not going to have any problem getting Windows 10. If they get Windows 10, I would highly suggest, even if it's an upcharge, to get Windows 10 Professional, and you can do that right online via Microsoft. I have to apologize. I don't exactly know 
uh, exact price, I don't think it's expensive to go from one to the next level. And that's going to give you a lot more control over updates and how it's updating and that kind of thing. And it's a much, much superior system. But great text. Thank you so much. Yeah, and Doug, a follow-up on that from our text line has to do with a printer. Um, I have Windows 10 on my laptop. I updated it a couple of months ago. Since the update, my Microsoft Bluetooth mouse and Dell printer no longer work. Dell tells me the printer will not work with Windows 10, and I should go back to Windows 7. Uh Is that possible that they they don't have a driver for Windows 10? Yeah, you know, this is... um... This really is, I think, one of the largest issues when upgrading or updating or converting, if you will, from 7 or 8 to 10. This driver issues, I just can't quite understand why the promotion to continuously outdate equipment that is in good shape and running. I I just don't get it. I'm not certain why Microsoft is taking such a large interest in drivers. That should come right straight from the manufacturers, and I can understand where the manufacturers don't want to continuously reprogram drivers. But Microsoft, in my opinion, they really should be leaving those ports and things for the drivers alone. I don't think it has to do with security, but there's people working on these things that their pay grade's much higher than mine. This will continue to be an ongoing issue with future generations of Windows 10 as well. It's predicted that you're going to be buying new printers and mice and USBs. and it's. Um, I think it's a little bit pushy, but, of course, I'm kind of cheap anyway, Steve, as you know. But good text, good topic. I think there's something that, that we all should be discussing here. And sometimes you can put 10 and force it to install in compatibility modes. Generally, I can find the sources on the Internet that will allow me to adjust ports as well and get these things to run. Sometimes you can just give it a different name and it takes off. But the automatic update, there is a lot of failure with hardware with Windows 10, and it is global. So I'm hoping they're going to address that, but... I think that this is a push to maintain the entire system, and I hope not, but great text, great topic, and thank you. Quick break. We have more tech talk with Doug Swin Hart. We have a lot of text today. Great way to go is 651-989-9226, or you can call the program 651-989-9226 is the phone number, and, of course, uh, the great Jonathan Lowe is standing by uh, to answer those calls, of course, he's producing the program today. Quick break, more tag talk on the way here on News Talk, E3OWCCO. Tag talk on a little earlier than normal today. And uh, good good to visit with Doug Swinhart, as always. We'll have his uh, phone number and email uh, shortly. Uh, from our text line at 651-989-9226, my laptop has Microsoft Outlook. When I receive a file from WeTransfer, that you know that service, big big files you can send over, uh-huh. it doesn't allow me to open the file. It tells me to contact my administrator. What could be going on there? This this is really bizarre. Uh, I believe that that 
person may or may not be connected to an exchange server which has a limitation on that particular file. I would suggest that the people just get themselves a Gmail account and use it for the big files, and once there, they could download it to their computer. A lot of things in Outlook are controlled by the group membership. And sometimes, even if it's a freestanding computer, there are presets and, and default settings. Sometimes they can be changed, sometimes not. The best thing is to get on Google, make absolutely certain you know your exact version of Outlook, and just type in the search box, Outlook, space, the version number, 2012, 2011, whatever, space, a plus sign, space, and ask the question, how do I increase download uh, attached file size? Anything in English language, if you put that forward with a, with a proper search, you're going to probably get your answer. Tough to answer. We don't know the exact version number. They all operate just a little bit different. I've heard of this before, and I know that there are several settings in different versions of Outlook that will allow you to adjust. Some are just locked in. And if it's a company Outlook, if it came from a business that is being controlled by the administrator, then you got to go to the exchange administrator and get it straightened out up on the, on the server side first. Then you could move forward. Excellent, excellent text, excellent. I use Malwarebytes Premium. It runs a scan every morning and finds 15 items that need quarantine. I'm guessing these are false positives, but the report is very cryptic and hard to read. And I can't tell if these can be put on an ignore list. What should I do in a circumstance when I'm running Malwarebytes Premium and it's finding stuff every day? Yeah, yeah. this is a great, great text. The fact that, that we recommend Malwarebytes, one of the first reasons why I'm so strong to recommend them is you could call them people immediately. And they will take the call and they will answer that question. And if they don't know exactly what you're picking up, if it's a false read, they want to know about it. You do them a favor as well as you. And sometimes I know for sure that Malwarebytes has even gone so far as to say, well, you found a bug. Here, have five years of protection for free. Thank you. It happens. The computer business is very complex. Software is complex. And fighting vulnerabilities is complex. But if it's the same files or the same interruptions every day, yeah, you need to address that. Just give Malwarebytes a call and jump right online. You do it via email too, but I think you'll enjoy talking to them. They got some really good people down there taking care of uh, uh, customer support. This is huge. One of the reasons I, uh, I suggest Malwarebytes is that customer support and the fine-tuning that they can help you to do to make sure you're running the way you want to run. Great text, Stevie. Great, great text. Uh, let's let's talk about uh, modem. I have a CenturyLink modem router that's about a year and a half old, so it's it's out of warranty. It loses authentication several times a day, and I'll reboot it. Um, CenturyLink wants 150 bucks to replace it. Is there's one you is there one you would recommend uh, b- beyond that? Now you and I have talked about this. Whether you have yeah. Comcast or CenturyLink or another provider, 
I've always leased my modems and, and continue to believe in that because if the equipment does go bad, they'll replace it when it's on lease. So granted, you're paying rent every month, but there, there's a peace of mind in that for me. Yeah, you know, I learned this lesson very, very early. I thought, well, you know, if I had something that lasts me three years or two years, I'm money ahead. Problem is, is when it doesn't. And other than that, I also learned that maybe it does last two years. But the annoyance factor, it's hard for me to put a dollar value on my frustration. And I'm losing time. If you're using this modem for business, to have as much uptime as possible is our goal. And $10 a month, I just don't think you can go wrong, especially in an industry like this where technology is changing in light years. Just the last year and a half, wireless technology has made unbelievable advances. Solid-state drive technology has made unbelievable advances. I just don't think it makes sense to buy the equipment that may be outdated before it's three to four months old. And this way, if you happen to run into a condition, you're renting your modem, and you buy a new computer, you go, well, it's not capable of getting this particular speed, the Wi-Fi 6, for example. Well, you call up CenturyLink or Comcast, they say, well, drop down and pick up another one. And Comcast, in fact, you come back with the new equipment, plug it in, you don't even need to reconfigure it. It just reconfigures itself. It, it really is. In my opinion, it should be past the state. Now, with that said, if you have special needs, um, maybe possibly lots of people who are watching streaming videos and gaming and that kind of thing, you might need to step up to a little bit more powerful router. But you could still have the modem portion running and have your internal inside, which that's going to keep you connected to the wide area network. Your WAN, you got LAN, local area network, WAN, wide area network. So the two of those have, are completely different functions. But I always rent my modem slash routers, and I think that that should just be a common, common thing. In fact, I think right. you see where you won't even have a choice. That's just the way it'll be. All right, Doug, we've got to run. Time is tight. Um, we'd like to get your phone number and uh, email so people can reach out to you in the coming days. Oh, thank you so much. 651-552-9543, WCCOTech.com, WCCOTECH.com, 651-552-9543. And thank you so much, Steve. Yeah, good to visit with you. Stay safe. We'll visit next week, same time. Here on News Talk, 830-WCCO. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.